back to the Overcome Porncast. I'm your host, Jack Dodgen, joined as always by co-host Chris Croats. Chris, how are you doing? Oh, pretty good. I'm fighting a cold, but I'm, uh, b- besides that, doing just fine. Tis the season for uh, allergies. I, ha- I heard uh, the preacher here say, because uh, another guy was gone yesterday, that he was bitten by the lawnmower bug. Okay. All the mowed grass and stuff just mm-hmm. kicking things around. And I, I feel that Saturday. Well, you see, I my, don't, my eyes and everything. I don't get allergies. Um, I don't think this cold is allergy related. I went to a track meet on Saturday, and it was about 50 degrees and raining here. And uh, oh, wow. because right. it's May, I was like, I'll be fine in a t shirt. <laughs> I'll be fine. And then, oh man, but after spending a few hours at that track meet, like freezing. I came home and I was like, I think I got myself sick today. But uh, one of the the great things about having this is I have a great radio voice right now. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nice, nice and deep. Which is what my my voice is before we start recording because of the time of day that it is. But then I get into my my hype voice, as you said, yeah. uh, before we started recording. Uh, I almost laughed to the second intro here. Uh, speaking of rain, this is not a segue into our topic, by the way. Um, I've been nailing those recently, though. If you don't listen to the Trend podcast, you need to go because I've been really on point with those. Shameless <laughs> self-promotion. Uh, uh, speaking of rain, so we have a uh, – there's a huge lake in the area. I'm in a small town in Oklahoma, but there's kind of a tourist attraction. Uh, Keystone Lake is is the thing. It rained like Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, last week, uh, basically nonstop. And so the the dam that's here mm-hmm. uh, is super filled. Uh, most places that had no water at all have now become basically like mini lakes. Wow. Uh, it, it's insane. And there have been some roads that are cut off. Uh, there's just water everywhere, and apparently it happens every year. Didn't yeah. know that. I heard there's I've a huge made it my first year here. So. There's a huge storm that came through the Midwest. I guess you're you're far enough south that you didn't get any snow, but they got in Nebraska and Wyoming. They got a ton of snow. Yeah, no snow for us. But uh, I was preaching not yesterday, but a week before yesterday when all this rain was taking place and stuff. And our preacher was in Kansas, and he said he he got a little bit of snow up there. So yeah, that's crazy. Uh, just missed us uh but yeah uh, that's that's the weather for you cool stuff uh anyway sorry you're sick hope the the track meet was worth it though was it your kids or uh church no, kids or no i was just there taking pictures you just getting picture practice in. yeah you got sick for picture practice it was worth it Okay. You know what? If you think it's worth it, that's... Maybe. That's, I don't know. Probably wasn't worth it. But. Maybe not. When I look back on it, maybe not. <laughs> uh, we want to we extend a disclaimer, especially for uh, the episode this, uh, this day, uh, because we are going to be, as the title suggests, yeah, probably, uh, what women should not do uh, in response to their husband's pornography addiction. So we're going to be talking about some kind of drastic... Uh, I don't. I think they're seen as solutions a lot of the time, mm-hmm. uh, but we would not characterize them as solutions. But yeah. some some drastic decisions made whenever a husband is dealing with pornography, either first found out or a prolonged type of thing. Mm-hmm. 
So we're going to be dealing with stuff that... Yeah, might be a little explicit for little ears. Don't so. let them tune into a podcast called The Overcome Porncast. Yeah. Parents. If, if we had a parenting podcast, I would probably, probably <laughs> number one. Don't let your kids listen to the other other podcast unless you that want them to. Unless I mean, unless they're old enough to understand and appreciate. <laughs> but if I mean, if it's like, should we listen or like, should we watch Sesame Street or listen to the Overcome Porncast? Our first family podcast will be Don't Listen. Here, here are five podcasts you should not listen to. <laughs> and it's just our One other own. Uh, perfect. <clears throat> All right, let's get okay. into it. Let's get into it. All right, so there are three things we want to try to cover in the time we've got. Uh, I, you know, if not, we'll make this a two-parter. That's no what, problem there. That's what we do. Uh, but whenever a, whenever a, a wife, and we're dealing with the women's side of things today, though this can go both ways sometimes. Um, whenever a wife first finds out that her husband has a pornography addiction, there is uh, a slew of emotions that hit oh yeah uh mostly things like anger and their shock and uh sometimes guilt like it's my fault that he has just anything that you can think of that's gonna pop up uh and as a result uh, of kind of you know hyper emotionalism and everybody does this uh whenever you there's a lot of emotion sometimes we don't really think through okay is this the best course of action yeah there are these uh, reactions we jump to. Uh, and the first of those three that we want to talk about today is uh, women will jump to very often, I need to change who I am so that he will stop watching this stuff. Yeah. Well, even uh, kind of with that, uh, you know, the mindset of, you know, did I cause this? Um, yeah. Kind of, kind of feeds into that as well, right? Of like, um, okay, my husband has a, a porn addiction. Not only the emotional weight of that, of dealing with that, of like, oh man, we're one, we're a statistic now, right? Um, yeah. But did I cause this? And I know the I've heard of some preachers and preachers' wives saying almost exactly that um, to you know how to cure a porn addiction is kind of placing it on the woman of, well, if you would just take care of your husband's needs, then this wouldn't be a problem. And I, I want to take those people. And I just want to shake them really hard and then yeah. just and walk away in anger because say, that is so ridiculous. And I like every time I hear that, it's just like, why would you put that on the wife who is already grieving? And now you're going to say you don't put out enough. It's like, yeah, really? And so, I mean, that, that feeds into it as well of this idea, whether it's from the outside or internally of, did I cause this? And one thing, you know, if you're a loved one out there, wife or husband, if you're a husband and your wife is dealing with a porn addiction, one thing you need to get straight in your mind is you didn't cause this. Most likely this addiction started long before they even knew you. Um, and that is, that is the majority of the time. And even if it did start after they met you, there's so many other factors that figure into a porn addiction that is outside of the loved one's, uh, control. Yeah. And, and there, I don't want to say that there is nothing on you period to have to change because the case by case, there may be something that needs to 
be worked on or something like that. But uh, it is highly doubtful that you as the, uh, you know, your spouse has the addiction that, well, if you just got your act together, then your husband wouldn't have this problem. Uh, But that's where a lot of women go is I need to, I need to physically change my appearance uh, to look more like uh, the people that are being watched or it's, I need to, uh, I need to change maybe some of the things that I am into, yeah. uh, in order to be more pleasing, I guess, uh, is, is the mentality that goes through that simply isn't going to work. Uh, and I'll tell you why, uh, one of the biggest appeals to pornography for a lot of these guys is that, uh, there isn't just one woman ever. Yeah, uh, it's it's one here and then you can go to another one. You can go to a, you know, a third, a fourth, a fifth. And you're not focused in on any one person as much as you want to change yourself. You can't change that. The ability for the guy to just click through and go up. And that's and that's one of the big dangers of it, too, is it's not just your husband's watching one person online. It's your husband's watching other people uh, at different times. And it could be you have no idea how many people you can see uh, as a result of pornography. And so mm-hmm. you changing yourself, you can't, it, it you, might, you would never be able to keep up, you know, it's like, yeah, it, it might do something for a little while, but then he's going to get bored and go. It to doesn't, else. yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't cure the problem because it's like, you know, there, there's a saying in the addiction circle of, um, you didn't cause it, you can't control it and you can't cure it. Um, and that's for the loved ones, uh, mindset. That's what they need to understand. They didn't cause it. And we've talked about that. And part of this changing themselves is trying to control the addiction of, well, if I just did this or I did that, then I'm going to be able to control, uh, my loved one's addiction. And that's not how addiction works. It's, it's that person's addiction and they are the ones who have to, who have to deal with it. Um, yeah. you know, the idea of becoming sexier, right. Is like, well, if I did this, then that will somehow help his addiction where it might have, you know, some very short term, uh, success. But like you said, I mean, to what end, you know, are you just going to, what are you going to, you know, are you going to keep doing this? Are you going to, you know, go down the plastic surgery route and you know, this, this is going to be the cure for you and that's not sustainable. And that's kind of ridiculous to think about. Um, another way that uh, sometimes loved ones try to control their uh, their husband or wife's addiction is uh, the whole, well, I'm going to just be super vigilant, right? Of I'm going to check the internet history. I'm going to limit his uh, what kind of TV he watches and what kind of movies he, he sees. And, yeah. and I'm going to track his cell phone so I know where he's at all hours of the day. And it's like that that might seem logical to you of, okay, well, I'm just going to you know, I'm going to force this cure on him. And again, that's not how addiction works. It's his addiction and he is the one that has to deal with it. And you might be able, I mean, you can always be supportive and, you know, help him in his recovery, help seek recovery, but to do it for them will never work. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, the, the thing you just pointed out, we didn't even originally have on the, the list. And so this is most certainly a two-parter. Because what you said is the very next good place to go. Because uh, you have this, I need to change, I need to change me and change how I look, what I'm into, all these things in order to get him to 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 enjoy me more. And that might work 
partially, uh, but it's not mm-hmm. going to work uh, long term. It's not going to fix anything uh, because, again, in pornography, you watch something, you just move on to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a click away. Uh, you've it's not sustainable for you to change. And it's also not it's not good for you. It's not your responsibility to do that. Uh, it's your husband's responsibility. It's the person who has the problem. It's their responsibility to say, I need to do better uh, and get over this. They have the problem, and so they're the ones that have something they need to fix, not you. Yeah. Uh, but then the other thing you said there, there is this mentality of, okay, he's got this problem, and so I am just going to almost – well, I am now going to become the mother to my spouse mm-hmm. is uh, is kind of what you described there. Uh, and, and again, this can go both ways. You know, I'm going to become the parent to my spouse where I'm going to check internet history. I'm going to limit maybe the things that they can watch, even, uh, the type of places they can go online and all this. And it becomes a lockdown mode and good luck ever having any meaningful conversation ever Yeah. after that. Yeah. Uh, cause, cause now you're going to have somebody not only who hasn't really, Who's not really doing anything to fix their problem? Uh, they're just yeah having to deal with the parameters that are being placed on them now. Yeah, and uh, so not they're not, they're not trying to get the cure as you're saying, and they need to if they're actually going to get better. But not only that, they're they're also dealing with okay, my wife is basically my my parent and locking yeah. me out and tell me what I can't do, and there's a growing resentment that builds from that. Yeah, you talk about uh, a. Uh... Uh, a real killer of intimacy. That's it yeah. right there. Yeah. Of <laughs> I'm going to, you know, like you said, I'm going to be the parent to you now. And it's like, well, there's a reason why you don't marry your parents is because that's not the role that you need in your life as a spouse. And husbands and wives, intimacy is about communication and openness. And if you do that, then that pretty much shuts all of that down. Of if you force, uh, you know, them into this this box it's like okay well you know what am i going to do now and again like you said you know this might seem like the right course of action um because the 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 wife or the spouse might view this as this is me helping my husband right when in all actuality it's not really because they have to be the ones to seek this on their own and um, I mean, another reason that when you were talking, I thought of of, you know, why do we why do we suggest people setting up accountability groups the way that we do it instead of uh, another way of doing it is, you know, you find someone that you really respect or you look up to and uh, th- they'll be your accountability partner. I was like, well, the reason why we don't suggest doing that is because then your accountability is out of fear of I don't want to let this person down. So I'm yeah. so I'm not going to do this because then I'm going to have to talk to them. And the same reason why your spouse shouldn't be your accountability partner. Same reason, right? Of I don't want to let them mm-hmm. down and then that forces you to lie when you mess up. Of you know like, well, I don't want to let them down. I don't want to have to go through this again of seeing them heartbroken and hurt and so I'm just going to lie about it. And that's that's not healthy that's not that's not recovery and if thinking of you know how you can control your spouse it's 
it's not yours to control. Right. This person it, has to deal with their addiction. And I get so many emails and people talking to me of my husband struggles with porn. What do I do? And the first thing I tell them is I need to talk to your husband. <laughs> if they're not willing to talk, then there's really nothing to be done. You just kind of, well, keep encouraging them to seek help. And that's really it. And that I know that sounds like it, you know it sucks because this is all that you have now and well i guess you know we're gonna uh we're definitely gonna make this into a two-parter and we'll talk about yes. that in the next part but one thing i want to say before i hand it over to you jack and we'll close out here is uh for the wives out there in dealing with all of this and i know my wife has gone through this uh dealing with my addiction and she's helped several other women see this as well as to know that you are important and you are worthy of love. Don't ever lose that in this whole process because it's very easy to push your feelings aside and say, well, you know, this is just my husband's thing and I'm on the sidelines here. You need to know that you are worthy of love and share your burden with other wives. I can't, that's the first thing that I tell wives is you need to come talk to my wife. Um, and they might they might be embarrassed or not want to do it, but it helps so much. Yeah, and not in a uh, not in a gossip way, of course, but in a it, just as the people who have the the problem need the accountability group, the people who are married to those or or with those who have the issue, they need a group too. Yeah, uh, where they can where they can know that that it's okay uh, to talk about these things and they're. It'll, it'll just be able to be aired and they'll get the help that they need as well Absolutely. Uh, in coping with this stuff. But I think what you said is great for a, uh, for an application to, to this episode of, uh, know that you are, uh, worth love. And I would add to that, convey that to your husband who has the issue and use that as a way to encourage them to, to go and get the help that they need. Yeah. Um, We'll talk more about that uh, next week. In fact, I, I will give you the episode for next week. We're going to talk about uh, the next two responses that you should not have are giving up and giving in. Uh, and those will be our uh, two for next week. Uh, again, changing yourself, not a good response, uh, and uh, being hyper uh, responsive to locking everything down and being mm -hmm. uh, very protective and all that is also not a very good response. It'll, it'll have the opposite effect or it won't have the effect that you, you think it will yeah. instead choose, uh, to, to realize that you are worth the love that you, that you thought you were getting and that you believe you should have, you are worth that, uh, and use that as a way to encourage your husband and get the help that he needs. And this is the episode for, uh, this week. Uh, we want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You can contact us at our Gmail accounts. Uh, our Strong Church accounts are still not where they need to be. Uh, so you can get Chris. It's is it C Croats or is it C L? I put my middle name in there. That's right. C L C L Croats at Gmail dot com, and then J David Dodgen. Uh, at gmail.com. You can reach either of us. Uh, we we want to know what you think about this episode. We want to know if you are uh, one of the two people we've talked about today, the person with the problem or the person married to someone who has the problem. We want to help you uh, and, and talk through these things with you, put you in touch with 
uh, with our wives or uh, with us and, and get you the help that you need for this. Absolutely. Uh, we also want to hear about any potential things you want us to talk about. Nothing is uh, – we're, we're happy to talk about anything. I mean, we're everything. talking about porn right now. I mean, you might as well throw anything in there. We're yeah, not, everything is, is, is on limits. <laughs> I don't know how to say that, but whatever you want us to talk about, we're in on it. Uh, that's the show for this week. I'm Jack. That's Chris. We'll see you next time. See you.